Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the 7 o'clock hour. I'm Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment, everything moose soup. Come down for moose soup after! I'm Jason Matheson Whoa. along with Alexis Thompson, Kenny, and filling in for Dawn. She is our only hope. That's right. Yes. It is uh, coming up on 7.06 on this Wednesday, July 15th, 2020. Thank you so much for being here. Raise your glass in the air if you're sure. It's an old deodorant commercial. Oh, yeah. And take a sip of Ooh, your refreshing morning beverage. Sure. Yeah, Lex. I was, <laughs> you, Cheers. You, Lex, I was, lifted that real high into the air. When was the last time you bathed, Lex? Are you? Are you oh, I did bathe last night, so it's not so okay. bad. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. it's not so bad. Thanks for. Yeah, I mean, you know, I put the deodorant on after the show. You know, I got it. Yeah, I got it. Anyway, <laughs> how's everybody doing, Lex? How you doing? Great. You're yeah, doing feeling well? good. It's beautiful out already. The sun's out. Feeling good. Yeah, this is going to be a good day, isn't it? Like 82, 82 and sunny, just like B. Arthur. It's going to be gorgeous. So, because yeah. over the weekend, it's going to be, Low. Lex, you said four, four, 420 degrees. 20, what is it? Yeah, 20, 22. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, see, it's going to so be a hot, hot one. Enjoy it. Is it going to be a rain out? Let me see. What's it? What's the rain chances, though, this weekend? Is it bad? Let me see here. We're just going to stop the show and look yeah, at the weather. Yeah, might as well. But, yeah. How are you guys well. feeling? You feeling yeah. good? Kenny, how you feeling, buddy? You doing well over there? How you oh, doing? well, I did a half a traffic report with my mic <laughs> muted, so I'm trying to recover from that. Yeah. And, uh, oh, really? Oh. Yeah. I was like, Kenny, is your mic on? Because then I was like, you I know, should be able to hear him. The thing oh. is, um, when we're in the studio, we've got a nice big red button. You slam it down, you're on the air, here you go. Yeah. And at home, I don't have the on-off button. I have a, a laptop that I have to look over to, and some. So like oh, that, I mute the, the mic. Oh, and then like I that. Forget okay. That, yeah, and I forget that the mic is muted. So you know, sometimes you guys are doing entire segments, and I'm talking and laughing along with you, and then I I look over and realize, oh, I've been muted for the last seven minutes. Great. That's, <laughs> that's wonderful. <laughs> At least I'm still getting paid. Exactly. <laughs> Whether your mic is on or not. Is there anything, uh, since, since you were muted for half of your uh, traffic report, is there anything that you need to tell us about 35 no, or all, 494? All, or? You know, Jason. He recovered. It was all, B, it was all BS. Yeah, that's okay. Perfect. Yeah, so, right now. You know me. Come on. I know you. Yeah, that's right. I just, I was, Kenny, I was just checking because we have three more minutes to fill, so I thought, eh, might as well. Yeah, you can, like, own the road right now. Exactly. Right. And, yeah, it's pretty... Pretty, uh, pretty easy. Um, 
I don't like some of my neighbors, and that's where we're going to begin. And then Alexis is going to tell you. Well, actually, forget my neighbors. I want to. I tease this, and I am so oh, yeah, curious. Oh, yeah, the squirrel. Guys, yeah, wh- this is crazy. What's going on with squirrels? So a squirrel in Colorado has been diagnosed with bubonic plague. Good night, High everybody. fevers, chills, headaches, stay, nausea. Stay tuned for Don and Steve. That's it. We're done. What? That is so crazy, isn't it? Are you How'd serious? How'd they find out, Lex? Okay, Thank so this, you. Was random testing or what? What are we? What's uh, well, yeah. So this is the first case of plague in the in the county this year. So I guess this does happen. Um, so the plague infectious disease caused by a bacteria and it can be contracted by humans and animals via whether like if it if an animal eats a rodent that has it then of course they get it um but yeah the squirrel was acting real weird and so officials said oh well let's just give it a test and see um and i guess it was bit by another animal that might have had it and like flea bites will also uh, yeah. well, your cat could get it, I guess. I just haven't heard bubonic, bubonic plague since we talked about, well, I guess maybe in connection with coronavirus, sometimes you hear that. But since I watched Little House on the Prairie, they had a whole thing about the plague. Which we're right. going to talk about later, but Yes, shocking. we are. Um, yeah, <laughs> I know. But like, so, yeah, they like, saw this and they saw the squirrel and they decided to give it a test. And yeah, it, it has it. Now it's really low, of course, and we don't hear about it very often, but it still exists because there is no cure. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay. But like Kenny Whoa. said, or, or Kenny no vaccine. Asked, and, and I'm not asking because you don't have the answer. I, this is just, uh, uh, it's just rhetorical. Yeah. How did they determine? I have so many questions. How did they determine that this was a funky acting squirrel? You know what I mean? I see squirrels all the time. How can I? I can't differentiate between. Oh, look at that one's acting a little weird. He's walking sideways. They're just squirrels. That's, you just yeah. nailed it. You just yeah. nailed it, Jason. What? They're walking uh, like, sideways. I, probably more. Yeah, I. Oh. I can. Um, I. I as far as rabies goes, if um, an animal like wanders into your yard or like a, a, a raccoon stumbles in all walking all crooked and it's got its stumble on and you're yelling at it and trying to chase it away and it keeps coming slowly and slowly, uh, stay away from it. And whatever kind of animal it is, squirrel, raccoon, possum, be Arthur. Uh, yeah. Anything, it, stay away from it because there's a good chance there's something seriously wrong with it, and you trying to care for it, pick it up, pet it, feed it, water it, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, could could end up, you know, that could be end up being a really bad deal. You can get the plague. Get bit. Yes. Well, we have well, one, I think fleas, the one of those fleas jump on you, and the next yeah. thing you know, mm-hmm. you've got the plague, and then your family has the plague, and then the church has the plague, and the co-op has the, you know, it, 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 it yeah, ugh growth we have a ray of hope though you've got mail oh we do Uh, amy yeah amy b on twitter writes to us uh, the bubonic plague is easily treatable now with antibiotics so no worries yeah that's true yeah Yeah, but to differentiate between the different like squirrels and stuff yeah is it just acting normal or like how did it knock on the door and say hey i'm nauseous i've got a headache just going to the vet saying i have extreme pain What's yes, wrong Kenny. with you, Jason? Are you under the weather? Oh, well, I have the plague. 
I had to, yeah, they, yeah. Let, you, you're gonna you lose quickly. <laughs> I know. Uh, like uh, Amy, I appreciate that. But yeah. Still, you you don't want to. The, the words bubonic plague. No. You don't want to go to Target Minute Clinic and have Valerie tell you. Well, just yeah. uh, take some ibuprofen. The, you have the bubonic plague. I I don't want to hear that. I don't care if it's treatable with Nyquil. I I still don't want that on my medical history. You know. Right. right. Seven, 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 twelve is the time. Oh. Jason, why is Jason off today? Well, he has the bubonic oh. plague. Yeah. Oh, that'll get me friends. Swollen lip nodes. Yeah. He's in extreme pain. He's got nausea, high fevers, yeah. chills. Yeah, I don't want that. Nobody needs that. We don't have time for bronchitis or the uh-uh. bubonic plague. And no. squirrels don't have time for that either. They're collecting nuts. <laughs> Listen to your favorite shows on podcast, everyone. All of our live shows are also, I'm just moving on, are also available as a podcast. Plus, we have original content like Best of the Nest, Two Fairy Godfathers, and The Search for Nuts. Look uh, look for all of them on our My Talk app. Uh, back with the best thing ever right after. Back with an ab fab, rather, right after this. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything Pisces, Sagittarius, Leo. I'm Jace with Lex and Kenny and Hope filling in for Dawn McClain, who hopefully, and I'm sure she is, enjoying some wonderful time with her daughter. Thank you for listening. It is a 719, dear friends. Um, I have an ab fab that uh, I'm. I, I actually uh, I'm going to piggyback off Alexis because uh, she named this. She talked about this last week on the show, and uh, the moment she mentioned it, I was like, you know what? I I uh, I want to check this out too. So I am naming a brand new uh, documentary on ab uh, on Netflix. Ab fab. Absolutely fabulous. That's right. It is, I'm uh, so much- happy, Jace. You, you watch it and you loved it, too. I did. Uh, mucho, mucho amor. Uh, the story of Walter Mercart, uh, Mercart, Mercado. And uh, Lex, for people who uh, I have some clips, some moments that I wrote yeah. down that I, I wanted to play. But can you explain? You did it so well last week. For folks that may be unfamiliar with Walter, who he was and what he meant to Latin culture. Okay, so Walter Mercado, he uh, was a a psychic, he was um, a Puerto Rican astrologer, and he uh, was a very charismatic character, and he, across the world, had a TV show, and he would really spread a lot of love. He didn't really say anything negative, but he'd go through all the different signs and then tell you, you know, how your day will go, how your week will go, and he was just a staple, especially in a lot of um, Latin Latin families and homes, because it would he would always be on and be like, shh, I'm listening to Walter Mercado. I want to see what's going to happen during the day. Um, and I remember my mom watching because there was a whole, he did a whole bunch of different things with, from books and then also had the 900 number with the psychics. He got involved in that, um, which in the documentary, you know, was that good for him? That's still up in the air. But, um, but yes, he was a beloved television personality. He was... Um, Extra, just beautifully himself, you know, <laughs> just like here I am who wore that big, huge capes with lots of embellishments and just a, a beautiful person. And as you heard Alexis say, Walter was extra. I mean, he was 
fabulous and yeah. he loved it i mean he was he was kind of a larger than life figure um, think of you know elvis with his costumes think of liberace with oh, yeah. his costumes and think about the most charismatic entertainer you can think of that can command a room as a single entity as a single person that was walter um, think of you know a little Dolly, a little a little Liberace, a little Oprah. As far as their influence on culture, that was Walter Mercado. But as Alexis said, you know Walter was extra. He was fabulous, and he always felt a little different. Here he is. This was one of the moments I wrote down from the documentary where he you'll see it. I think I queued it up about right uh, where he talks about growing up and feeling different. Since the moment I was born, I know that I was not like everybody. When I saw other boys, I know that I have another way of life. My brother was all the time riding horses, planting the sugarcane, living with my father, and I stayed with my mother, playing the piano and reading books. Everything about me was different. My mother said, if you are different, go on being different. Don't worry about that. To be different is a gift. To be ordinary is common. I decided at that time, I'm going to fabricate, to create a famous person in me. I love that. I love that encouragement because that's really any kid, any uh, anybody out there that's listening, any of us that you, when you if you've ever felt that way, if you felt different than your friends, different than your family, that is really what you want. I always refer to them as allies. You know, when I was in school and was getting beaten up, I I I would have done anything for a teacher. Um, in high school to reach out and help me. I, I, and I, I, didn't feel like, I didn't feel like I had any. I was embarrassed to tell my mom um, about who I really was. So when he said that and, and his mother's encouragement to be different and to embrace that, that really, that really st- struck me. And it is what mm-hmm. fueled, um, obviously you just heard him, it's what fueled everything. It, it changed the trajectory of who he was and his whole existence um, with that encouragement. And I, yeah. It, well, to be that, resilient, I mean, that is really, he, he is the definition because he really did get a lot of hate from people for what he wore and what he said. And, uh, and to be able to say, okay, you know what? That's you. This is me. I'm going to continue doing what I'm doing because I, I know my mission. I'm helping people. I like his, um, I don't know if you pulled this, Jace, but his uh, assistant who's been with him for many, 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 many years, he says that Walter takes an I don't care pill. Yes. And yeah, he says, I, I, I don't have that, but yes, I do. Yeah, I remember that moment. This is one of my favorites because he's like, you know, I had to learn to take an I don't care pill either because people will always say, well, you're his lover. You're not. He's like, I know I am his assistant and I travel with him and I do what he what he needs because I work for him. But we're like family. And then he says, it's almost like you put Vaseline on your body and you just let it roll off. I and like I just that, yeah. love that image. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Of going, okay, you know what? We have to remember that too, you know? Well, and even though he never, he never really talked about his sexuality, my, the last thing that I pulled here is um, an LGBTQ um, um, social warrior uh, who is also Latino uh, speaks to what it was like having Walter in his culture. Even though Walter never really talked about his life, it was still important uh, to have Walter because of, of, especially in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, how Latin culture, oh, we got to go. I'll play it on the other side. How Latin culture looked upon uh, homosexuality and, oh, yeah. and yeah, and how rough it was for a lot of, of gay youth growing up. So let's take a break. We're talking Mucho Mucho Amor, the Walter Mercado story on Netflix. Go grab another cup of orange juice and meet us back here on the other side. Welcome back to the show. It is 731. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment, everything Libra, Cancer, Scorpio. I'm Jace with Lex and Kenny. Dawn is off. Hope filling in. Thanks for being here. Uh, we're right in the middle of an ab fab talking about a great new documentary on Netflix. Uh, Mucho Mucho Amor, the story of Walter Mercado. Uh, the legend of Walter Mercado, I should say. Alexis brought this to us last week. I had a chance to watch it um, uh, a couple days ago and just, you know why I enjoyed it, Alexis? Because obviously as a as a kid of pop culture, I knew of him. Um, yeah. And now, uh, you know, I know of him from memes and stuff, which we'll talk about in just a second. But I didn't. Well, and he disappeared, too, for many yeah. years. Many years. And now following. we know why. Yeah. And. But what I loved the most about it is I, I didn't, and you said this too, I didn't know his story. I, I, he was just kind of a figurehead. He was just this extravagant individual that I would sometimes see on posters or used on social media or, you know, on Howard Stern um, because he famously went on Stern in the late 90s. And, yeah. uh, but I didn't know any of his backstory. And then when I did, I thought, wow. It made me really appreciate him as not just a character, but as a human being. And the other clip that I pulled here was uh, uh, Carlo Carlo, who you're getting ready to hear from, is an LGBTQ activist. Um, And also, uh, he is Latino and speaks here about what Walter meant to the culture. And even though, and I'll say it again, um, even though Walter really did not talk about his sexuality, it was still his presence in popular culture, which helped people like uh, Carlo Carlo. Here's a, a little bit of what he said that kind of moved me. The Latino community was quite homophobic. I mean, especially 70s, 80s. I mean, still now a days, but uh, back then it was like much stronger. And perception of masculinity was so square. Adios, mi cielo. Growing up as a queer boy and watching Walter Mercado gave me hope. 
I saw Walter and I was like, okay, I'm not that different. Here you have a man on television breaking all of these rules. Yeah, uh, it just yep, it's representation right there. You want to see yourself reflected in meat in pop culture. Absolutely. And, you know, and then you heard from young people, as Alexis pointed out, you know, Mr. Mercado, and I don't want to give everything away. I want you to enjoy the story as it unfolds like like I had the chance to. But you'll find out, you know, he kind of just vanished um, all to, he just vanished from from culture. You you discover why. Um but then what what happened happened what's happening is Walter as a figure as a as a as a uh, uh, tentpole in popular culture has had a resurgence with young people because yeah. of because of memes and because of social media and uh, he has a young fan base that's it's very much you know Lex what I thought about it's not a perfect parallel but I thought about Betty White Mm. And how, you know, she, when she, uh, when the campaign started to go on SNL, it's not a perfect analogy, but how, you know, an older entertainer finds a resurgence in a, in a, in a younger fan base. Yeah. And, you know, who I think of right away is Bob Ross. Oh, the painter. Okay. Uh, because, one. you know, he's an artist and uh, yeah, uh, the young people love him so much. And, yes. you know, he, um, yeah, I, anyway, yeah, that's who I thought of right away. But yeah, Betty White, another good example. Yeah, it's it's it was fascinating to learn that, too, and to see how he affected. Well, and you'll see it, too. I, I, I don't want to I was going to run that clip, but I want you to experience it, too. He, he has a very famous fan. Walter does. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda is in this yes. is in this and talks about very much. I can relate not to not to Walter, but maybe this was another touchstone. And maybe this was another reason why I loved Mucho Mucho more. Um, because the documentary was kind of bookended by Lynn Manuel Miranda, and Lynn talks about watching this with his family, with his with his grandmother. Obviously, I can relate to that with Dallas and what yeah, it meant he's to me. Dallas, yeah. yeah, and and you you know it's woven into the quilt of your childhood. You may not remember episodes or exactly what Walter was saying, but. You remember, you know, going in your grandmother's kitchen and being being shushed because, (laughs) you know, she wants to hear what Walter's saying. We can all relate to that no matter what show it was. And, uh, yeah, I loved this. Specifically was like, yeah, I remember my mom and his aunt used to love Walter Mercado and just really? yeah he wouldn't even be allowed to come over <laughs> when she was listening to what he had to say so um yeah it's you're right it's very relatable and I really do hope that Lin-Manuel Miranda will do something with his story do you think did you kind of get that sense or I I you know Lex it's funny that you said that Is it wishful because... thinking maybe <laughs> Uh, no, I don't think it's wishful thinking. That ran through my mind as well because, yeah. you know, if I was Lynn uh, and I had a figure that meant as much, well, I do, but I mean, he's sadly passed. But Larry, um, I- I- if I had a figure in my life that meant what Walter meant to um, uh, me and I was Lynn Manuel Miranda with connections and the ability to produce projects, oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Walter because- was a dancer and Walter did pass away last year. Yes. Yeah, he did. And which I didn't even know that. I mean, you know, Same. before we, we talked about it and and the, the words kind of came up and I'm like, oh, and Colin said the same thing. We're like, oh, well, yeah. that's sad. But 
Yeah, it was it was I I just so appreciated learning about him and learning about this slice of pop culture that um I was not overly familiar with and the psychic friends network and all all that. I mean <laughs> yeah, there's a business side of this that we're not getting to that you'll you'll discover when you watch it. That's very sad. Lex alluded to it last week. It's yeah, yeah you you do really discover uh why he disappeared. So, yeah. Uh yeah, it's seven, very good. Mucho mucho amor. On Netflix. on Netflix. Okay. Um so there's an ab fab and here's yes. now I'm going to I'm going to piss off a colleague and I'm okay with that right now. <laughs> oh, it's, okay. Well, it's not the first time and it won't be the last time. Uh-huh. I need to speak to Bradley Trainer. Um <laughs> I need to speak to Bradley Trainer. Uh Bradley as you know, love the Bradley. He loves Zac Efron. Zach Efron is to Bradley what Ryan Phillippe is to me, mm-hmm. and I respect that, and 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 I get it. I mean, Zach is a is a, an attractive human being. Dot dot dot. <laughs> <laughs> um, Zach is executive producing and hosting a new um, Earth documentary uh-huh. on Netflix called Down to Earth about renewable energy about the environment um and i watched episode one of of this docu-series last night um uh, i did too a, yeah about iceland a, a place you know very well alexis i love um, iceland yeah 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 um here's what <laughs> here's <laughs> yeah. um i love iceland too lex i've never uh-huh. been there i i, I you'd love here's, it yeah here's here's what i'm gonna say uh this was horrible. Um, why, Come on, bro. Bro, why? what do you think? Bro. God, this, it, wasn't it sick? It was lit. This, remember, there's fire. a Muppets. There's a Muppets. <laughs> yeah, there's a Muppets. Uh, the, the original Muppet show had a, a great skit called Pigs in Space, where it was uh, <laughs> Pigs well. in Space. In space. Um, uh, and you're wondering right now, ladies and gentlemen, where is Jason going with this analogy? Um, this was like bros on earth. That's what this is. Uh, <laughs> it was. Bros on earth. On earth. Um, <laughs> Talking you... about climate change. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, <laughs> Why not? Here's, here's, <laughs> here's what I know for sure, as Oprah likes to say. Here's what uh-huh. I know for sure. I want to learn about the environment. I want to learn about how to be a better green ally. Yeah. Here's what I also know. I don't want to hear it from Zach Efron. Yeah, is he uh, your shepherd? Hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't need him shepherding my sheep nor my environmental <laughs> knowledge. I don't care how good he looks. My question, why? Why is he doing this? What about and the, it, da- the Darren guy? He's a wellness expert, right? Didn't he write a book about... Okay. No, um, okay. He's an... He is a middle-aged bro in space. Uh, <laughs> he he's, is? It's, it's a millennial bro and middle-aged bro walk the earth is what this should have been called uh the words gnarly i i i don't hear that i don't hear that in in bbc earth specials i i uh d- dude dude man dude bra this, bra, bra first of all is bra sick. is a bra i i don't even know what bra is i don't like the word bro, bro. i don't yeah okay let's yeah. take a break um oh yeah 
I want to hear what you thought because I, I've <laughs> okay. been spitting venom that I, I'm, I apologize. I haven't even let you. I, I haven't even heard. No, what you I, I was. To say. I want. I saw this in the grid and I thought, oh, I'm so glad he watched too because I'm really curious to see. Uh, yeah, how you felt. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, stay tuned. That is next. <laughs> Welcome back, Jason and Alexis. In the morning on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Everything. What's up, bro? I'm Jace with Lex. You're sick. And Kenny. So lit. And Dawn, or Dawn, or uh, Hope filling in for Dawn. See, this show has got me all worked up. Uh, Coming up on 747, we're talking about Netflix's new docuseries, Down to Earth with Zac Efron. Uh, I don't know why this was made. I don't know why. uh, (laughs) They can bro out together. I don't know why. Uh, he is the one doing this topic. Uh, and from what I just heard, and I, I we've gotten a couple tweets about it, um, Laura writes in, Down to Earth doesn't get better, Jason and Alexis. It gets so much worse. <laughs> oh, I'll really? never be the same after watching this show. Oh. Um, thank you, Laura. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that um, was possible. Yeah. Uh, thesis writes in, I told you many a times, Jason, I've given you the key. Uh, I've given you the key to the bro kingdom. All you have to do is walk through the door. <laughs> yeah, I love you, Thesis. Now, Thesis is a bro I love. Like I, I Oh, would, I'd follow uh, a travel show of his. I would, too. I would watch. I mean, as long as he's a shirtless to most of it, I would. Just like Zac Efron. But... Um, <laughs> But no, I, I, yeah, I do that. That does irritate me because I don't like to be called bro or dude. If you want to see an instant eye roll from me or a shady side eye, call me bro. Oh, I hate it. But anyway, yeah, your thoughts, and there's Lex? a there's a lot of broing out on uh, this show. I, I watched the first episode too. Now I think it means a little different to me than maybe you. Only I've been to Iceland. I yeah. love it. It's yeah. really a, an incredible place to go. So right when I saw, oh, he was going to Iceland. That's awesome. Yes. And I love travel shows because, you know, I want to go everywhere. Exactly. And there are a few that are that. So this is an eight episode series. He does go to Puerto Rico. So I will watch that one. Um, he goes to the Amazon, which I think will be really fun to see, too. So there's a few more that I, I will watch in spite of the oh, broing yeah. and the chilling and the in, in spite of him yes because i was wondering too as i'm watching this why him he is executive producing so that does you know he's paying for a lot of it right but um, maybe yeah i mean it, there were a lot of executive producers i think all of the the whole crew was you know they're all bros That's... i mean you even see them they're making bread in iceland and they're trying the bread and broing out and all the stuff um, From but what it's, I'm reading here, guys, it's not yeah. the only documentary he's doing this year. He's got another one coming out called Killing Zach Efron for Quibi. Oh, I haven't well, heard about that one yet. It follows him as he goes deep into the jungle of a remote, dangerous island, falling off the grid for 21 days. Oh. I wanted to fall off the oh. grid after watching this thing. I want to fall off a bridge. <laughs> I hate a lot of people I, love him, and that's what I was thinking. Like maybe that's because you know he's talking about a lot of climate change, the renewable energy at, in Iceland. It's kind of educational. On, they have Lex. like graphs and stuff. No, I'm just wondering. No, it's not for me either. I agree. But what I'm wondering no. is, is like why him? Like could he yeah, be the person we know, that? 
we know why him, Lex, because his shirt is off and he's a stud. <laughs> I mean, this I, is like every <laughs> true. I don't see like him. McConaughey. Everything he does is with his shirt off. I mean, we know yeah, why. That's true. He does dip into uh, hot tub and stuff. Well, Lex, <laughs> no, finish what you're going to say because I'm with you. Were you going to say you don't find him attractive? Yeah, I, I didn't okay. find oh. it attractive that attractive oh. at all. Lex. I found him to be something's i don't know uh, oh my goodness what do you think jace i, we I can't are quite put my this, finger on it we are on oh. the same wavelength oh. i used to find him attractive um now look if i woke up in a red roof inn and he was laying <laughs> next to me <laughs> i would <laughs> if i woke yes. up if i woke up at a hampton inn uh and he was laying next to me, I wouldn't call security. Now, uh-huh. I'm uh, saying that. However, um, yeah, I, something's I, different. I, okay, I want to phrase what I'm getting. I want to put into context and I want to uh, frame what I'm getting ready to say. There are rumors, and according to someone that listens to Colleen and Bradley, um, Colleen and Bradley, I guess, in a blind item, alluded to maybe he looks different because allegedly. There was some major um, smoking going on yeah. during the making of the show. He was high. That's what, that's what I was getting at. That's what I was thinking. Well, and he has struggled with addiction before, so I want to be careful. I don't want to make a joke. I don't like making fun of people in recovery or that are struggling. My dad was, a, was an addict. Okay, having said all of that, I am just talking about his physical appearance. I'm just talking about what Zach used to look like, and now he's gotten beefy. Like he, um, he's bulked up like a since Baywatch, since he made Bay, Baywatch. It's like a little bloated tick. He looks like he's just you know when ticks uh, get on your dog and they just kind of puff up a little bit. Yeah, he didn't look super healthy for sure. <laughs> no, so and I'm, especially I, yeah, when you're going it, around talking about you know, I mean, not that he needs to be the example because he is hopefully. Sharing this and people are going, oh, I didn't know that about that. Oh, okay, great. You know, but but I just have to be honest on my observation. If it is drug use, then I I apologize. If it is drug use, that's another thing. But we do not know that. So I will just as a viewer, Mm -hmm. I I will just say he didn't look right. Something was off and I don't know what it was. I'm not saying that to be snarky or for humor. Something. But my eyes, my eyes can see. (laughs) Yeah. And he didn't look, something was off. Something was off with it. And even yeah. his behavior. Now, well, the, see, the, that's, that's the next thing I was yeah, thinking about. It, he, he, it was so goofy. And there were inside jokes. And goofy's always good, but it felt forced. It didn't feel very natural at all. And almost like they're trying too hard. Uh, that's the thing. And that's why there was a reviewer. We're talking about Down to Earth with Zac Efron on Netflix. If you just tuned in. episode in Iceland. If there was a reviewer on Vulture, I believe, or the Washington Post that put it very, very well, the headline was, you have to really like Zac Efron to really like Down to Earth. That's a good (laughs) way to put it. Yeah. And if you do not love Zac Efron, there's truly no reason to watch this because this reviewer, who obviously has consumed a lot of environmental docuseries and documentaries and films, she said, you can get all of this information elsewhere better she said so the only redeemable thing about this show is zach efron but you have to love him to like this show i do not love him um so i shan't be returning (laughs) and i'm gonna pick the the places that i want to see 
Yeah. Just because I have interest in them. We'll report back. Okay. Um, let us know if you agree with like our friend where where was it Laura that said it doesn't get better it actually gets worse. Ugh. Wow. And then to Wags 100, I want to move into your house. She writes to me. What did she say? I got to open She goes, Jason, bro and bra are banned from our house. These words are (laughs) dropped in our house by our teenager, and it drives me crazy. This must be how my parents felt with dog when I used to say, what's up, dog? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Let me ask you guys one question. Does he ever put a hat on, and which way is the bill facing? Because (laughs) that's how I judge guys. He does wear uh, like stocking knitted caps. stocking caps. I know what oh. you're talking about. Um, I have a I have a person in my life I will not mention names that wears like the flat top. I call it the bro baseball cap. Yeah. I don't like those. And and but no, he wasn't wearing a bro flat top. Um, it it's was been just... my life. Uh, my lifelong mission is to convince guys to turn your hat around, wear the bill forward. Yeah, uh, and nobody listens to me. It's a losing battle, but I'm going to keep fighting that fight. That's a no. hill I will die on. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, watch at your own peril. Uh, Down to Earth with Zach Efron on Netflix. If you want something better, what started this whole conversation was a really great documentary called Mucho Mucho Amor: The Legend of Walter Mercado. Both of those available on Netflix. Unpaid researcher Phil Jones's wife will be calling us at the top of the hour to answer a Starbucks question I had two hours ago. Plus, the best of birthday pranks and Melissa Gilbert, a fun 8 o'clock hour starts after this.